Hello and welcome to the Rice Historical Review podcast. My name is Eddie Plout. I am this year's podcast manager. I'm the two editors I have in front of me from the Historical Review board, the co-editors-in-chief, uh, Mr. Darren Pomady and Mr. Daniel Russell, both of Will Rice College and proud Rice history majors. How are y'all doing today? Good. How are you? We're doing all right. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I love this podcast, and I'm here to talk with them today about the trajectory and goals for this sort of upcoming year and semester and short-term, long-term plans for the Rice Historical Review. Do you all have any big projects, any ideas, any themes that you guys want to share when we're thinking about the plans for the review? Well, I will say, Eddie, uh, that we made great strides last year in doubling the submissions that we got to the journal. Uh, And We'd like to see similar progress again this year. Uh, So one of our big focuses this year in efforts like the podcast uh, and in other efforts is to expand the reach of our journal and our publication and our organization here on campus. Uh, And the the tangible result of that would be more submissions. In in addition to that, um, one of the things that we are in deep discussions with, not just with uh, people on the editorial board, but also those in the faculty, but also those in the, ex- in the extended rice history community, the, the School of Humanities, uh, our readers, our peers. We're, we're in discussions with everyone because we want to see the best way in which the Rice Historical Review can not only continue in its mission to really showcase the best of what rice history can offer, rice undergraduate historians can offer, but also do more in the community. Right? There is a community beyond just our editorial board. There are those who read our journals, those who submit to our journals, those who are history majors here at Rice. And what we realize over the past few weeks and few months is that we are a student-run organization that can do a lot of things for this community. Mm-hmm. And so those are in the works, and a lot of these are going to be long-term. These are not things that we can solve in one semester, a whole year. These are long-term things, long-term plans that we wish to implement in order to better serve the community that we are all part of. Interestingly enough, we had a discussion in one of our uh, editorial board meetings yesterday with the new head of undergraduate studies of the history department, Dr. Aisha Polnitz, about this idea of building community within um, and among Rice history majors. What sort of ideas do you have in mind for expanding this sense of community among rice history majors? So let me just delve through what the, not necessarily a problem, but what we have noticed, particularly what the department has noticed. And that is, there is a core group of those of us engaged really with a lot of the things the department has to offer. The journal, submissions to journals, or conferences and all of that. But there seems to be sort of a desire to engage a lot more people who are majors at the department. And what the department has told us, um, especially Dr. Polnitz, is that we can do something about this because we do have experience with advertising. We do have experience in reaching out to a bunch of these different people around campus, but particularly in our department, uh, the students in our department. And so some things that they have suggested to us, and we've also pitched similar ideas, is to create some sort of after-class sessions where we can all come together and discuss our joint love of history, our, our difficult course loads or what, whatnot that um, come to our minds. This is all important, all in good, because very often the craft of doing history is one that is unfortunately 
oh, I don't want to talk about this, solitary, mm-hmm. right? We are. <laughs> it is, yeah. Solitary beings. And Daniel, uh, to segue to a conversation that you and I have had several times, like where do you think the historical review really sits within um, the place of the history department as like uh, like the seminal extracurricular uh, group for uh, history majors at Rice? Sure, yeah. It's, it's one of the very few opportunities that uh, history majors who are undergraduates here at Rice have to do research and have to do history uh, outside of classes. And I, I really like the way you put it the other day uh, that we are the undergraduate arm of the history department. We have the potential to be that. Uh, as we become a multifaceted organization, you know, we're doing this podcast. We, we can do other things to engage uh, history majors here at Rice University uh, beyond just what we do very well, what we're built on, which is the uh, undergraduate history journal. So by improving the scope, we'd be able to act better as this arm of the history department Absolutely, that we do. The yeah. more we do, the better problem that we've sort of begin to think about as we want to increase the scope of the historical review, what we do with the undergraduate body of history majors at Rice, we don't want to leave the journal in the dust. Uh, how, how do you Absolutely plan not. to like, keep the journal as an integral part of the historical review's work? Yeah, I think uh, we've been talking about what our identity is as an organization. And I think first and foremost, it is built on our review. Uh, the thing that we've put out each of the last three years, uh, the thing that we do well, we have a double-blind review process. We have faculty involvement in that process. We have undergrad involvement in that process, obviously, as we're the drivers of, of making sure that journal happens. And it is our core identity. It is what we build on. It is what connects us to the history community. And it is, I've said this several times, but I'll say it again, it's what we base our identity on. So anything else we do as an organization is built on what we do for the journal. Uh, but Beyond that, uh, we're looking to expand our scope. We're looking to expand uh, our readership. We're looking to expand our submissions. We're looking to expand into areas uh, like we talked about, you know, being the undergraduate arm of the history department. One point that Dr. Polnitz brought up in our meeting yesterday, which I thought was almost troubling, but also very interesting, sort of not entirely surprising, but also insightful on like the way a lot of Rice history majors see themselves at Rice and as history majors in general is that 20% in exit surveys have said that they don't conduct any research, that they don't think they're a part of any research in their time at Rice. Obviously, in every history major is required to take two research seminar classes. And then in basically every history class you take at Rice, you're going to write a research paper in one form or another. Um, How do you think we can combat this sense that Rice history majors aren't getting involved in research? You know, what's funny is that I did not know this was a problem until I came back to Rice. This has been sort of the focus of a lot of um, people in the School of Humanities and in the department. It's just sort of like people don't think we're doing research. The beauty of the Rice Historical Review is that we are a tangible evidence of the research that is actually being done. And you can hold it in your hands. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can hold it in your hands right now, or you can go to the website and see the fact that we have had three full volumes of undergraduates here at Rice, not just history majors, like undergraduates here at Rice doing research in history that we've published and we believe are some of the best papers here, right? These are like these are actual evidence of 
original research being done, not just like rehashes of secondary sources. No, these are primary source research that people have labored over for like a long time independent research as well, right? This is not something that um, you do in collaboration with a professor most of the time. This is something that undergraduates have asked themselves. And so the form of research that we're doing is very independent, takes a lot of effort by our undergraduates, and is some of the best original research that is being done here on campus. And so for me, it's puzzling. But I think what that speaks to is our need over the coming year to really showcase our journal even more, reaching out not just to those in the department, but also throughout the rest of the school to make sure that they know that quality research, quality original research is being done Mm -hmm. in this department. A growing phenomenon in the Rice Historical Review, which I think is very funny, is uh, how we expand and grow as an editorial board. Initially, the idea behind the rate of replacement for the historical review was you join as a copy editor as a freshman, you work your way, they find a position for you on the board where you're best suited. And then by your junior and senior year, you know what you're doing in the production process and you're a part of the board. Given the way our class is set up where we have our meetings and students are able to join the class and people might not go from copy editor to editor, people might ostensibly skip a step, but be, still be a working member of this and contributing member of the historical review board. How do you see the historical review um, back end, the internal workings, how do you see that expanding over the coming years? Uh, so so we're very excited to, to expand uh, in that we believe at the Rice Historical Review in the Rice undergraduate and specifically in the Rice history major undergraduate. And the people that come to our board are incredibly talented. And the more people we add, uh, we believe that just gives us more abilities and more talents and more skills in order to do more things to do them well. Uh, And so we believe that the class that Dr. Spiro teaches uh, is incredibly important just to to focus uh, the efforts of each individual in order to produce a research journal that has quality research and is a review that's been done in an ethical manner and in a quality manner. Mm-hmm. Right. Sorry if I didn't answer your question. No, that was there, a, yeah. I think that was a, I think that was a good answer because yeah. I uh, one thing I think that goes understated is we don't know which way up is going to look like in the coming years. We don't know what sorts of skills we're going to need. Right. And like one point that I brought up, especially because even as podcast manager, I don't really have like professional AV experience. Right. While this has largely been thrown into the deep end, figure it out. And if you have someone join the review who has video skills or who has event coordination experience or even like something like office management, things like that, like we don't really know what we're going to need in the coming years. Right. And having, having the door open to whoever does join, I think, is a really, really good idea. And I think one of the things that is really important in that is the fact that we have a lot of um, people who are stakeholders who are flexible enough to understand our different needs and requirements as we, because uh, as both of you have stated, the needs of a journal, our journal, from its inaugural issue to its point of greater maturation now are completely different. And so 
we've been in talks with Dr. Spiro, for example, and sort of retooling the class a little bit to fit our needs. We've been talking to those in the department, particularly Dr. Polnitz, in trying to get advice on in directions that we can take and how we can reorganize ourselves to account for a lot of these changes. And so we have to thank those who really have guided us over the past three years for their flexibility in allowing us to explore new directions in the future. So for interested rice history majors, uh, how would they submit to the journal? How would they be a part and work on the editorial board? How would they get involved? Uh, so if you go to our website at www.ricehistoricalreview.org, Rice Historical Review is all one word, uh, you can find places that have our copy edit application, editorial board application, and also the place uh, to submit papers. Mm-hmm. So if any capacity you want to get involved, you can go to the ricehistoricalreview.org website. You can follow us on Twitter at Rice Historical. You can go to our Facebook, the Rice is, just look up Rice Historical Review. One of your friends has definitely liked it at this point. And <laughs> uh, shoot us a message because we're always looking for people of all shapes and sizes and skills to get involved. Um, this has been Eddie Plout with Darren and Daniel. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for having us.